Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Preaches Get Stitches. We're glad you're here. Glad you found us. Uh, Holly, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I noticed that we're dressed for Christmas. I'm in green and you're in red. <laughs> uh, I didn't even realize you were in green until you just said that. <laughs> I was actually going to wear a green hat. And then I'm like, that's too Christmas. <laughs> I wore my red. I read, wore my red earbuds so that I my oh. red could go with my green. But yes, we look like Christmas. Yeah, so Christmas is next week, obviously. Um, well, by the time this airs, it'll be... I was like, it's next week already? <laughs> well, what's, cra- what's crazy is the kids are out of school in like three days. Our kids wow. for Christmas. So it, it, Christmas falls is a weird time. So Christmas falls on a Monday. And so then it's like some of the schools go until this week, which is the 15th. And then, <clears throat> sorry. And then some of the schools go until next Friday, which is crazy. So then it's like the 23rd. Right. And then you get... Or 22nd. Wow, but then they get the... That then until probably like the third or fourth or fifth off? No, they go until the ninth. So if they go until like the oh, twenty wow. the twenty second, they get till the ninth. So we actually so our kids go back on the third. And so uh Ava's not too happy about that. Um Yeah, I would prefer the ninth, I think. Yeah, so it's it's just, you know, are you are you leaving early for Christmas or are you staying later? You know what I mean? So we actually had friends in McKinney and they're 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 out the twenty second through the ninth. And so they're like, hey, we should get our kids together. They're our old neighbors across the street. Um, and they're like, Hey, we should get together after Christmas. And you know, the, after new year's, we're like, it's straight up. We're back to school. And they're like, Oh, like we are off till the ninth. So I prefer, I don't know what I prefer yet. So I haven't, yeah. I haven't really had the other option, but this reminds I feel me. Like, go ahead. I was gonna say, I feel like as a parent, I would prefer them to go back on the third, but as a child, I would prefer to go back on the ninth. Yeah. I think so. Cause like the beginning of the break, you're like, Hey, this is great. The kids are out of school. Like we're having fun, blah, blah, blah. But then by the time the first rolls around, you're like, oh my gosh, like get these kids back in school. Like that's yeah, the song. By then the kids are, yeah. And the kids are like, I'm bored. What can we do? We've already played with our Christmas right. toys. Yeah. yeah. The Christmas song, mom and dad can't wait for school to start again. I mean, I, I yeah. Anyways. So us red and green reminded me one time, uh, I was taking, um, I don't know, gifts of some cookies or cake or something over to some of our bigger clients up here in the Dallas area. And so Val went with me and I, I was trying to be Christmas. I was trying to be festive. So I put a green shirt on and then I have like mm-hmm. a red, like sweater jacket thing. And exactly what, exactly what your face did right there. Val's like, absolutely not. You will not wear that. I'm like, I'm trying to be Christmassy. She's like, you look like an idiot. Like go change. Like fine. you do not match. So red and green should only go together for like Christmas decorations, not on an outfit. Yeah, it did not look good. So I wore my my Christmas 49ers hat because it's got red on it. Um, and then my shirt actually is my ugly sweater shirt. So in Texas, you know, the people have these ugly sweaters, you know, parties. They're like, hey, wear an ugly right. sweater. It's too freaking hot. You know, today it's December. What is it? December 12th today. And it's 65 degrees. Right. And so they're like, hey, get these ugly sweaters and wear them. I'm like, I'm not wearing a sweater. It's too hot for that. Just sweating to death. So I had the shirt made up. Me and Val had our shirts made up. And so mine says, where, where my hose at? Where my hose at? You know, what's wrong with that shirt though? It's you, probably, have an erroneous, you have an erroneous apostrophe. There shouldn't be H-O apostrophe S. Well, then it just looks like Haas. So, so we, we decided, we decided it was better to have an apostrophe. <laughs> so then Val has a green one actually. And it oh, says ho. So... <laughs> Mine was where my hose at and her says ho. So there you go. Anyway, swore that to our ugly sweater contest last year. Um, I hope you guys won. I don't remember. No, it wasn't even last year. I think this was two years ago. Speaking of, you just reminded me. I had my work Christmas party up in Utah 
last so weekend, weekend before. You wear ugly sweaters? No, because my sweater was here. Jerry stole my ugly sweater, so I mm. forgot mine. But I had four people who wore it, and I told them all that they're going to get gift certificates. So I need to message them today because only four people wore it out of everybody that came. So I said, well, since we had four, we'll have four winners. So I'll just send them each a $25 gift certificate or gift card to... I'll see where they want it to. Is, is yours the one with Mike Tyson? No, mine was the taco one. And it says, let's talk about Christmas, I think, or something. And it's got tacos and the Santa, Fiesta Santa. Didn't you have one with Mike Tyson? It said like I something. What yeah, it, it said, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And then one said, meet me under the mistletoe. And it was so both of those. Those were my finals. It was, I almost got those ones, but I didn't end up because my good friend, Aaron, she gives me shit because she says I'm making fun of somebody who has a speech impediment. So she doesn't normally laugh. She does not laugh whenever I send her all of the Mike Tyson memes that you send me. (laughs) She (laughs) did laugh at one though. And she was like, I try not to laugh at that, but that one was funny, but I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. So anytime I see a a Mike, Mike Tyson meme, I send it to you. Yeah. But my favorite one was the Mike Tyson on the, the church sign. <laughs> the church sign says, come, honor, and faith. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and I think I sent that to you while you were sitting in church. <laughs> yes, you did. Like, son of a... But it was funny anyway. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, moving on. <laughs> all right, let's jump into our poll results. Uh, so I did put the poll up. and uh, Two polls? We have two polls. I put two polls up. And the first one was, how do you open... Oh man, of course they just went away. Okay. How do you open a sunflower seed shell when eating them? I didn't really know how, know how else to, you know, right. word that like, and I don't so know that's, that there's any way, like there is no really other word. Cause you can't say crack them open with your teeth because either way you're cracking them open with your teeth. Right. Well, here's the answers. I use my fingers and teeth to open the shell. So, so, so like you take Something the sunflower, like, right. you know, and then you open right. it up. And so that was one option. The other option was I only use my teeth to open the shell and that one dominated. I only use my teeth to open the shell had 24 votes, 77% of the votes. Um, lots of people on there. And then, and of course we talked about, there's no right, right answer or wrong answer for this one. We were just curious. However, I use my fingers to open my, and teeth to open the shell. Um, dad was on there with that one. Interesting. You know, I've done both, but I'll say that I probably do that more than using my teeth to crack. I love just the, the whole experience of I know I watched you on Sunday at watching the 49ers game. You had a whole mouthful. <laughs> I could tell you look like you had a big old thing of dip. Yeah. I mean, I could put them here and then just one at a time, they make their way through. Um, also, uh, Mr. Nault, he says, Mr. Nault, you know, I can't call him by his real name because he's Mr. Nault to me, but he, he says the same thing. Every time I think of him, I think, what do you do with a drunk and sailor? It, was, it wasn't singing about a drunken sailor. They were asking the guy, Ken Sailor. What yeah. do you do with a drunk? Did you sing that to you that way? Uh, I think so. But he also sang um, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Rat, How I Wonder Where You're At. I, I think he used to sing that. And then he would say my name and he'd always say, And so then he always had the, by the way, Mr. Nault was our music, our band instructor in middle school. Shout out to you, Mr. Nault. He was Hillary's, Hillary's, Chad's, yours and mine. Yep. And and so he had the, remember back in the day, they, you know, the, the rolling words that go across, I don't even know yeah. what to call them, the rolling marquee. And so he had one and he would, you know, he put everybody's name in. And so then it would be like, he'd put in like, 
this dude one word at a time, like one letter at a time. It wasn't tied to a computer. It was nothing. He's right. putting it and he would put in like first chair, second chair, third, whatever. Right. And get to my name and it's Scott. And then it just flashed T's. They just keep rolling the T's. Um, that was, that was that. And the other thing I remember about Mr. Nault was at Christmas time, he wore a, a button that had an L with like the you know, Ghostbuster logo thing. Uh-huh. The, the no. No L. Yep. I loved him. He was by far one of my favorite teachers in middle school. Yep. Well, Mr. Nault, Mr. Evans. I liked Mr. Evans as well. Do you have Mr. Evans? Seventh grade t- Texas history. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had Mr. Evans. I liked him. I also loved Miss Frisch and Mr. Berg. Those were all my, my favorite. I didn't have them till ninth grade. They moved to the ninth grade center. Yeah. I had Mr. Berg in sixth grade for history. Then he moved to eighth grade and I had Miss Frisch and Mr. Berg in eighth grade. I still and, have my, I still have my uh, report I wrote over here for you to read paper one over there. I, I think I started to read it. I just never finished. It's that boring, huh? I only no, got a 94 it on it. Sucker. Uh, and then I was supposed to read, we were supposed to read books, but I never read books. And uh, I think Miss Frisch knew that. I never read the books. Um, and I would. Man, if only we had chat GPT back then, huh? I know. Heck, notes. if we would have had notes. Google at that point. Yeah, it's like we didn't even have, if we only had internet at that point. <laughs> Ooh, all right. What was our other poll? We did have internet in ninth grade. It was no. Oh, maybe in your ninth grade. Uh-huh. It was, yes, I had it my eleventh. Yeah, so I had it eleventh, twelfth grade because I used to go to Reagan's house because Reagan's parents had a second line dedicated internet. just for the internet. Oh man, we used to use Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves.com. Put that on the poll. Did you ever use Ask Jeeves? Oh, I mean, questions. I feel like everybody asked Jeeves. Well, we had Jeeves. we had to at our age, but there's kids that don't even like my kids. I'm like, ask Jeeves. They're like, what? Like, I was like, just so you guys know, I was in school before Google, like when Google oh, yeah. was only a number. Like, oh, I got like a Google of them. Right. It was just a number, and it was spelled G O O G O L. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. That's how you spell Google? G O O G O L. But I was telling somebody that the Google other day. Like, we had. I was like, we had to go to the library. And literally get the book off the shelf and find it, flip through the pages. Like you were trying to find something. Mm-hmm. So writing a paper was much more intensive back then. I remember you like you have like seven or eight books because you're like, okay, I need every book on World War II. And so you go to the library and you ch- you pull them all, like every book about yep. World War II. And you're just like skimming the pages. Like what's, what's something trying I Trying to say? find something that you would put. Yep. A hundred percent. What could, could I put in there? Oh, I was say, what could I put in there that the teacher won't know I plagiarized it? Well, and can you imagine though, if Jeeves would have blown up, then people would be say Jeeves it. Like, would they say Jeeves, Jeeves it, Jeeves it? Instead of Google that, it would be Jeeves that. Yeah, but but Google blew up. Dang, I wonder what ever happened to Jeeves. It's ask.com, I think. It's now ask. Oh, you're right. You're right. It is ask.com. Ask Jeeves. What else? Jeeves was like a little butler. He was like the butler. Butler. Yeah, he was a butler there to ask, do whatever you wanted. They had Jeeves. They had. I mean, Yahoo. Yahoo was a big thing. Like when Yahoo came out, at way Yahoo, big. Yahoo, I think, could have bought Google for a million dollars and they turned it down. Same with like Netflix and Blockbuster. Blockbuster could have bought Netflix. But I was talking to, I want to say, I must have been talking to Jerry. And I mentioned, I was telling him about the landlord that I, um, the, mm-hmm. for the Hawaii house. I said, yeah, she still has an AOL email. And he's like, what's that? So I was like, what? I was like, AOL is like the original. Your so, emails were either at AOL or at MSN. Nope. You forgot one. Which was? Juno. 
Oh, Juno. I, and Heidi, Heidi's listening. I know Heidi's listening. She says she loves the yeah. show, listens all the time. Heidi had a Juno email account until I think she started working for me like seven years ago, six years Listen, ago. Listen, I, I had my AOL account forever and I went in because I kept it because I still had like. What was your first AOL account? Texas Aggie 80. No, that wasn't my first one. I don't, I, you know, I don't know I don't what my know first had, one was. I can't remember. I don't remember AOL, but my first like email address was mm-hmm. after my favorite, one of my favorite wrestlers at the time. Oh no. Sting. No, no, no. This is uh, Scott Steiner. So he, uh, he was like, you know, he was massive. And then he was like big Papa pomp was his name. And, but another name he had was superstar Scotty. And so that was my, email. Oh, I remember Super that underscore super, star yeah. underscore Scotty at yahoo.com. I, you know, I don't know what my first one was. Oh, yes, I do. It was Holly Hawks. Because mom's middle name was H or maiden name, H-A-W-K-E-S. So mine was Holly Hawks. Holly underscore Hawks. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, it With was some probably. numbers after probably. I think it was like, honestly, I think it was Scotty P227 or something like that. Yeah. Something but, crazy. Just some random numbers. So. But um, I had Texas Aggie 80 at AOL for years and years and years. And then I went in to go sign in one time because I was like, there was something in there. Aaron and I were talking about something and I was like, you know what? I emailed you, blah, blah, blah. So I go in to get it and they had deleted it. But here's the funny thing. Aaron still has an AOL account. Oh my gosh, it's Aaron. Her, it's her original email. Wow. But my question is, because I, I don't have AOL, nor do I open AOL ever. Um, when you open it up, does it say you've got mail? You've got mail. You know, I think it did when I opened mine. So I'm pretty sure it does. So, uh, so do you remember in school, like when we used the computers, like huh? with the computer lab and we had to use Netscape? Yes. Remember Netscape? Yep. I do remember I, Netscape. I don't even think that's a thing anymore. I don't think so either. And but that you, was back in the day too, when you had like Napster and Napster is a thing now, but it's not the same that it was. Napster and LimeWire. Are the they kids still a will, thing? Ki- FrostWire, is that one now? FrostWire used to be. I don't be. know. I know that Napster came out as some sort of thing, kind of like maybe like a Spotify at one point, but it didn't really catch on. But kids just don't understand Napster, like <laughs> spending hours trying to download And one then you download song. it and it's not even what you wanted. It's like, or you would, and then you would download stuff and all of those files would have like virus. viruses and everything else. And then dad's like, why is the computer running slow? You know, I never used Napster. I, I did use LimeWire like Lime a couple Wire times, Napster. but it was so garbage. Like it's like kids don't even know. Like there's a meme that's going around. It's like kids these days will never know. And it shows like the download screen and mm-hmm. it's like 39 years. It will be 39 years before this thing is downloaded. Right. Or, and then the worst part was like, you're downloading it and it's like one minute left and somebody picks up the phone and cuts that internet uh, connection. Yes. Like you nobody could, get on the phone. I'm on the internet. Right. It would have to start over and it would take 30 to 45 minutes for yep. one song. Like you, even like a picture, like you download a picture. Yes. And it's like, like you can see it like pixel at a time popping up. <laughs> it was, those were the days, man. Kids just don't get it. That's good stuff. But it's like the meme that goes around that says like, um, it talks about how I'm trying to think what the what it's about, but it basically says like and and remember when your math teacher used to say you're never gonna walk around with a calculator in your yep. pocket. I mean, and my teacher did say that. You gotta know how to do this because you're never gonna be walking around with a calculator in your pocket. Yeah, you need to know the Pythagorean theorem because you'll never that's right. the only thing I remember. And it is Mr. Merrill. Today we're learning about oh, the Pythagorean gosh. theorem. 
Mr. Merrill had the sneakiest breath. And Mr. Merrill, though, drove a Z71 truck, Chevy. Oh, my gosh. I love that truck. Be like, oh, that's Mr. Merrill, Z71. I have two stories about Mr. Merrill. One, he had stinky breath. And one time he was leaning over. You told us this one. I told this on the the podcast. Yeah, but tell it again. Make us laugh. It makes me laugh every time. I just think about he's trying. So Lauren Ray would sit in front of me and we went to school all the way through. And so Lauren sits in front of me and we can't figure out this math problem. So he comes over to help me with this math problem. So first of all, he's leaning down on the desk talking to you. So his breath stinks. So you're already like, oh, my gosh. Coffee breath bad coffee breath because he drank coffee all day and as he's doing it saying something he breathes out of his nose and a booger shoots out of his nose and lands on the paper and lauren Uh. just loses her mind look gross was that a booger and he just like flicks it off the page and keeps going it was so (laughs) gross and it was a giant all i think about when i think about that booger flying out of his nose that it was like when chad threw up and the pee shot out that's how big that nose that's how big that booger was that it was like a half a pee landing on my paper now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think he told us on the podcast. I think he told that to when we were looking through my yearbook from 1996. Oh, yeah. I, I just remember that. And then I had Miss Finnan. Did you ever have Miss Finnan? I, I had Miss Finnan. Um, I did not because she taught me for English. What yeah, did she, she teach? taught English and Spanish. No. She taught something else. Math and Spanish, maybe. Yeah, had no. her, I don't remember. If I she had either taught English or math, but she taught Spanish. I had her for Spanish and poor girl. Because I want to say she taught eighth grade. Yeah, she did. But I don't think I had her for English in eighth grade. She taught Spanish. She had Spanish. I didn't Spanish. I didn't take Spanish. Oh, I took Spanish. And I remember in eighth grade, you had to choose, you had to choose a name that you wanted to go by, like a Hispanic name. So I wanted to be Rosarita Pilar. She would not let me because she's like, that's not a real name. And I wore that lady down to finally she... (laughs) I was Rosarita Pilar and I'm like, I feel bad for my teachers because I was like relentless and probably I talked a lot and I was probably pretty, I was probably not well behaved. And I mean, there was a few times I was, well, I mean, ADD, not on medication. There was a few times she kicked me out of her class, her and Miss Duggar. I would have to go sit on the floor outside of the classroom. (laughs) And every day I'd walk into Miss Duggar's class in sixth grade in math. And I, she would, when you were talking too much or not paying attention, she would write your name on the board. And if you got to one check, you know, it was like, you're, this is your final warning. You got another check. You had to go sit outside of her door, you know, yeah. on the ground outside. Oh, I was out there at least three times a week. My name, I, and one time I remember walking in and my name was on the board already with two checks. And I was like, I haven't even done anything. And she's like, I know you're going to do it. So just go sit outside. Wow. <laughs> she hated me. Oh. Miss Duggar loved me. I was a good kid though. Oh, she see, hated me. See, by the time I went to school, it was like, um, because I had all the same teachers, you know, we all graduated from Ellison High School. We all went, right. a lot of us went to Nolan Middle School. Um, Clifton Park. And, and so by the time I got to high school, it was like, you know, are you related to so-and-so? And I just, and I do the same thing today. They're like, are you related to so-and-so? I'm like, it depends. I mean, is it good or right. is it bad? That's what I was going to say. So, it was, you always it, knew by the sibling how that teacher was going to be. So it was like, are you related to Todd or uh, Brett? Uh, you knew like, it wasn't oh, going to go shoot. well. And you say, dang it. They're like, are you related to you related to Heather? And you're like, absolutely. Yes, for sure. Sarah Sue Smith. Did you have her? Miss Smith, yes. Miss Smith. I, I actually always... dropped her class. I, that's when I dropped out of humanities was 10th grade because I was like, why am I doing this AP garbage? Like, yeah, I did the same. They wouldn't let me out of it. They're like, you can't get out unless your mom comes in and sign. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So of course mom came. Same. In. I think Sorry. I dropped out. I did ninth and 10th grade, dropped out 11th. But Sarah Sue Smith, I remember she would always say that she had Todd, but she actually liked Todd, but she was like, 
there was a question and it was like, name the three parts of the constitution. And she says, she's standing up at the class and she says, it was a test question. She goes, and by the way, the answer isn't the beginning, the middle and the end, like a Mr. Todd Pritchard wrote on his exam. I'm like, geez, Todd was like 10 years older than I was, you know, or eight years older, but she still remembered. And she would say, oh, Todd one time said this and Todd this, but because Todd was a class clown, you know, so everybody liked him, but you always, it was always a gamble on if they, they either liked him or they thought he was a smart ass. So it was always a gamble with Todd and Brett. Like, yeah, I don't, Brett was, Brett was always the, the, you know, the one that always gave the most trouble, I think, because Todd was just a class clown. Right. And then, uh, yeah. So I was going to say Spanish. I, I, I got a name too. We didn't pick our name. We were named uh-huh. by the teacher. And are you uh, sure it wasn't Miss Finnan? I'm sure it was Miss Elwell. Oh, yeah. Miss Elwell. She's and, probably still teaching. And I walked in and Mike Edwards walked in and me and Mike had the same class period. She walks in. Apparently Jaime was her favorite, probably like her, uh, who she thought was like the cutest little boy. Cause yeah. me and not saying I was cute or anything like that, but me and Mike walked in and she's like, Oh, you're both Jaimito. Oh, she called us Jaimito. And she goes, I don't know who to name. I don't know who to name Jaimito. I don't know if you can hear me cause my voice is super high. Right. I but, uh, Anyways, Mike ended up transferring to a different class. And so then she got Jaime. She got Jaimito in both classes. So I was, I was Jaimito. And then Spanish two was totally different. I didn't, it was a weird, I had some yeah, weird teacher. I can't remember the name of my Spanish two teacher. It was a guy, older guy. I can't think of his name. I totally cheated on the test one time. So I had to do this test and this teacher, I don't, I don't know how she bright she was. I, I don't know. As a kid, you never think any of your teachers are bright. Anyways, I put all the answers on my hand. Well, it ends up she... Um, I had missed the test. And so she gives me the makeup Well, she's one-on-one and I'm like, son of a gun. Oh, <laughs> and no. I have the answers. And so I just kind of like had it and I just would look down I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then, so then I get the test back because we picked up our, te- our scores from, you know, our, our graded uh-huh. work from the box and it was a zero. <gasps> and she says, next time you cheat, like, like, don't make it so obvious or something like that. Hilarious. So then I waited a couple of days and I went in. I'm like, hey, why do I have a zero? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. Did you do the makeup test? I'm like, no. And so she, <laughs> she let me do the makeup test again. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. She was probably Hilarious. smart, but she anyways, it was some some young lady. But um, what about uh, did you have Miss Wahid? Is that not, not the weirdest name you've ever heard? That is a weird name, but I did not have her. I had Miss Ratsky. Did you ever have Miss Ratsky? Oh, Miss Ratsky. I did not. Eighth grade science. No, I had Mr. Kavanaugh, but Miss Wahid was one where she had, I think Heidi will comment because I think she had Heidi and Brett and Todd and Heather. What did she teach? She taught humanities English. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think at the time for me, it was ninth grade because we had the ninth grade center. So a lot of the teachers from LSU right. moved to the ninth grade center. All the ninth grade teachers moved to the ninth grade center. Right. So <clears throat> I had Miss Wahid. And that's the class I probably fell asleep in probably the most because it was English and history. So when we went to school, we had four classes right? every day, the same four classes for a semester. Like at least our kids today, they have the block scheduling like we had, but our block scheduling was four classes for an hour and a half each class. I didn't mind that though, because you got eight credits for semester. So when they switched that, so that switched after my eighth grade or ninth grade year, because before that you could only get six credits a semester because you did the six classes every day. Then they switched to the block where they did four and four. Well, because of that, the people who were in my class 
could finish a year early. That's why I graduated a year early because I had all the credits because they upped it, but they didn't update the rules or they updated right. the rules for anybody starting the year after me had to have X amount. Well, my year was the last one that could have less, but because we got more, uh, I think a lot of people could have graduated. I could have graduated early. early, but I, but I didn't, I didn't go that route. Right. We've discussed that, but um, anyway, so that block scheduling. So we had humanities, so we had English and history in the same you didn't class. like that in ninth grade with mr berg and miss frisch i loved it um that was fine enough when did I, maybe it was 11th grade when i got out of humanities 10th grade because, i think was wahid and this other this history teacher and no joke he had a spiral notebook and he would pace the class back and forth and he would just read oh that sounds terrible in 19 in 1879 blah 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 in 18 i'm trying to remember like, who i had in i don't even know who i had in 10th grade for so i had I, mr berg miss frisch ninth grade and then 10th grade i had Wahid and this dude. And then 11th grade, I had Smith and that's when I. Okay. So this just brought up a class that I had. This is the kind of student I was 10th grade. There is whatever my honors teacher honors English was in 10th grade because 11th grade is when it, they were like 11th grade honors English. It had to have been 11th because that was Wahid because I got out because they were saying Not her Wahid, class was Smith. like. For you, Smith. For English. I mean, you say you didn't have Miss Wahid. Right. I got out because everybody was saying Miss Wahid was the hardest. Oh, okay. I got hardest grader. You had to do a lot of work. And I'm like, no way I'm out. So 10th grade, I can Garner. Miss Garner was like my 10th grade English teacher. And I had Reagan, you know, all the same kids who were in my class from however many years, because we were in the honors classes together. There was an event. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> there was an event that was scheduled. It, it Back then, it was taboo to, to call somebody who was black, black. Back then it was like the African-American. So there was an African-American forum that was going to happen and it was only for African-American students. And the thing was like, if your parents said you could go, you didn't have to go to class. So Autumn Cavanis, go ahead. Was it like the college coming? I can't even remember what it was. I just, because Regan used to, this was always one of Regan's favorite stories she would tell about me. Okay. So I have a story once you're done. Okay. So I tell her I want to go. And she says, well, you can't go. And I was like, well, how do you know my great grandmother's not, or how do you know my grandma or whatever it was like, isn't black. And she kept going on. And I wrote a note from, oh, no. from mom or dad and had them sign it. It must've been dad. He probably didn't he even read it. He, he probably didn't. didn't even read it. I probably just said, sign this for, I need you to sign this for class. But it basically said that I had a black grandmother and I wanted to go to this thing. And she signed it. I mean, dad signed it. I took it. I know dad didn't read it because he never read anything. He, it was like, because it was like a permission slip form or whatever. And I had written on the note that, wow. you know, this was the case. She said, and Reagan was like, I can't believe you convinced her. And then I just skipped that day because it was considered like if you were going that day, whatever it was, you were gone. And then we watched, that was the class they watched Schindler's List. Mm. I was like, I don't want to watch that. Like, so you had to sign a permission slip because it was rated R. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to let you watch it. Nope. I could not get that permission slip signed. And Miss Garner did not believe that I was not allowed to watch rated R movies. And mom like wrote a note that was like, my daughter does not watch rated R movies. She does not have permission to watch this. And I had to go leave the class for that week because it was over the course, I think of like three days or something. And she had to give me an alternate test. She couldn't test me out of the stuff in Schindler's list. Wow. 
<laughs> so there you go. So as a senior, I would hit up anytime a college would come and they would come as a college and they'd be like, you know, oh, so such you and such there. college is coming and we're going to, but if you went, you got out of class. And so I'd go to all of them, like Texas A&M shows up, Baylor shows up. Blah, 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 blah. Well, anytime one of them was showing up, I went. So I show up and this one's Prairie View A&M. Yeah, that's a, I don't know if it's a historically it's, black. Is it, is it labeled as yeah, a HB? Yeah. yeah. And I show up and it's, it's all girls and they're all black and then me. And the lady's like, I mean, it's so all like, wow, this is awkward. Like I'm the only dude, number one, I'm the only white guy, you know? And yeah. she's like, well, you know, you could come and get a, you could get a scholarship, scholarship for minority white. And I'm like, oh, there you go. But I just went to get out of class. It was the only, <laughs> was the only reason why I went. But uh, yeah, so I was definitely out of place at that, at that one for Prairie View A&M. I didn't know anything. I'm like, hey, this college is coming. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Right. I'll go, sure, I'll I'm go going. listen to their spiel, right? But uh, yeah, it was good old, good old Ellison High School. So, well, I have to bring him one more. Heidi texted me the other day and she says, did you ever have Mr. Ingram? Oh yeah. I, had Mr. I Ingram. didn't have him, physics. but I don't think I had him. No, because I didn't take physics. Come on now. I hated science. My last science class, I think Love, was like- I like physics. I did not like uh, math though, but I like physics. She said, he's still teaching. He he's 94 years old. 94. Joe has him. Our nephew yep. Joe had him or has him. 94. I'm like- I can't believe he's still teaching. Now, some of the teachers, like, for example, like Mr. Berg, when I had him, he was like late 20s, early 30s. So it's understandable that he, still I think teaching. he's retiring, but that makes sense. But Mr. Ingram, I didn't have him, but I know who he was. And he was old when I was there. Mm -hmm. The one thing I love about Mr. Ingram, he said, you can get a three by five card to use for your test. And anything you can write on a three by five card. Oh, that was. Is, you can, you can use. And so. Uh, the most genius thing, little life hack, if you ever have that, you write one in blue and you write run in red. What? And, and who taught you, get, you that trick? I don't know. Did you teach it to me? You just put the color, put it. the blue over the thing and Not you can see all the that. red and then you get the red over it and you see only the blue. Not only that, you, if you can type it. So I had two different ways because there was one teacher who was like, it has to be handwritten. So that's when you would use the red pen and the blue pen and use the colored, I don't know, what was that, a ruler? Like the colored blue ruler? Yeah, yeah, the rulers, or you can get the yeah. glasses. Or Whatever it was. So that when you had to write it, then you would use the blue and the red because then you could just write over it and see it, like you said. But Mr. Berg, when you're allowed us, it was a very tiny, he called it a crib sheet, like this big. And he didn't specify anything about it. So I typed mine. On the typewriter? Um, no, we, this oh. is when you could only word process. That's the only thing okay. you could do on a computer. And it was Microsoft works, works instead of word. And I typed it in like three. So first I typed it all normal. Then I shrunk it all down to size three mm -hmm. and brought a magnifying glass. Yeah, there you go. And he was so mad because I did it and told like Terry and Reagan. Yeah, all of my friends. So we all did it. And he was like, pissed because he was like, you know, when you have that opportunity, you're supposed to write your blog. He's like, but I guess that's my fault for having a bunch of smart kids in the class who I didn't specify. So after that, it was always like, if he allowed that, it had to be handwritten, you know, blah, blah. But that's probably where I got the red and the blue thing too, where you'd write over and bring in the red and the blue glass and cover it. But I just remember having that and you would type it in size three. So when you're pulling up on the computer, you can't even read it. 
Yep. But when you get your little magnifying glass, you sure can. I think I must have taken grandma's mm-hmm. magnifying glass. Probably. I just remember he was so mad. So the other thing about Mr. Ingram that I remember is he said, hey, we're going to have, we're going to build toothpick, toothpick bridges. And so you get, build a bridge out of toothpicks and then we're going to put weights on it and we'll see which one, you know, mm-hmm. is the strongest. So I built this bridge based on that. He's going to take like a 45 pound weight and put it on top and see how many they can stack up. Right. And you could use like glue or were there other yeah, specifications? Glue. It was okay. just basically glue and toothpicks. And so I like start building up my bridge and I have it like uh, McCourt. McCourt lived with us. Okay. And he had the gym. Remember, he had the, the gym equipment in the, mm-hmm. yeah. in the in the garage. And so I would go out and I put on like three weights and it was like perfect. But it was not, it was sturdy on the ends because it distributed the weight, but it was right. not sturdy in the middle. Because I was looking at, hey, we're putting weights on this thing. Uh-oh. Mr. Ingram just comes in and just steps on it. He's like, well, that one didn't work. And I'm like, what? Like, I thought we were putting weights. And so then he did like, because he put it in between like two, two cinder blocks. Yeah. So you had two cinder blocks and he put the bridge on it and then he'd step right in the middle. And I'm like, I oh, thought wow. it was like we were distributing weight anyways. So I did. Mine was just straight up like broke immediately. And the one that won, of course, was the one that did like 84 rows of toothpicks glued together like this thick. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that's not even like a bridge anyways. So ah. we randomly went 30 minutes talking about school because we mentioned Mr. Nault on the sunflower seeds. Um, <laughs> oh, shoot. We're still on the polls. We haven't even got to the second poll yet. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Nault again. Good job, Mr. Nault. Um, <laughs> and my second poll question was eggnog. It was actually eggnog. <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs down. That was it. And did more people say no? And we have, I, I thought they would. We have 32 votes, 62% of the votes thumbs up it. Oh, wow. Interesting. A lot of it, a lot of it is our family. I think mm-hmm. because that's a, that's a big thing in our family. Um, and everybody likes it in our family because it ha- Mimi, you know, mom always made it with the ice cream and extra mm-hmm. delicious. Even Erin Wilson Burger, she thumbs up it. Well, good for her because usually if she knows I like something, she says no just to just to get on my nerves. And Jennifer Hoffman. Oh, good on her. And, and Mr. Nault. Oh, who well, said stop no? there? Stop there. Um, <laughs> no's here's some no's. We got the uh, Norton side of the family. We have Val, my wife, said no. My brother-in-law, Jeremiah, no. Our buddy, Colin, still supposed to be on the show. Uh, let's see. Anybody else you would know? Nobody else you would know. Just random friends of mine. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what. I love me some eggnog. And by the way, shout out to my neighbor, Alan. Now, Alan's an avid listener to our show. He lives right across the street from me in the, in the cul-de-sac across the street. And uh, he brought me, he said, I know I've been listening to your show, but I've he brought us a present. So they bring us present. You know, that's it, what you do. Like when you're in, you suburbia, live in a good neighborhood, right? All our neighbors get gifts from us and we give gifts to all our neighbors. And he brought us a gift. It, he used to bring us wine. He used to give wine to that's, everybody. Tell you what, that's the best neighbor ever right there. <laughs> I'd open the door for Alan if he came to my place with some wine. So he gave us wine and, and I never would be like, we don't drink wine. You right. know what I mean? I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. So we would, right. Sometimes we re-gift it to, to other people. Um, sometimes we just give it to another neighbor and we're just like, hey, you know, like. I think Val, Val cooks that. with it though sometimes, right? Yeah. It, then she started like keeping it to cook with. But for the most part, you know, but he knows now that we don't, we don't drink alcohol. So I don't know if he still gives wine to others. I have no idea. But right. he, they, they kind of bring us a little different gift than they used to. And it's. Right. 
cookies and candies and treats. Deliciousness. And it's, it's unbelievable. So he said, Hey, I've been listening to your show, but I, you know, I gave you a present anyways. And so he gave us, he gave me a Dr. Pepper. So I am saving the Dr. Pepper. Actually, Jared wanted to drink it. So they brought us on Sunday and Jared's like, Hey, I'm yeah, he tried to take it and was like, I'm going to have this. I'm like, uh, that is for your dad. You better ask. He's like, you can't have it. I'm like, this is my Christmas present. I'm going to have it on Christmas. So I will drink the Dr. Pepper on Christmas with some eggnog. I'm definitely buying some eggnog and my stomach will be hurting, but yep. I'll be okay. Niners play on Sunday. I mean, on Christmas, I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it on Sunday. I'll do it with on like Christmas all the, uh, no, not Sunday. I'll make it on Christmas day with all of the, well, here's the, the thing. ice the, cream. It'll be just you and me. The Niners play on Christmas day as well. Just FYI. Nice. They got Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's about freaking time. I was going to try to like look at, um, seeing how much it was going to, it would cost, but like, could we go to San Francisco or Santa Pricey. Clara and go to the game? Tickets are uh, like two or 300 bucks probably for nosebleeds. Yeah, but it's going to be cold there. And Oh, yeah. San Francisco's cold. I mean, it's Northern California, so you're going to get it's California. Yeah, but it still gets cold. So I get it. It's cold there when I go in the summer to go watch the freaking Giants play. Yeah. So we'll watch it from the house. I, I, I like watching from the house. Um, okay. So what are we eating? So we're going to skip that because honestly, I don't have anything new that I've found that I can eat that we can eat. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Any of you guys that are gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free, or uh, sugar-free. Not or. You have to be all of and, the above. <laughs> and, and you're eating paleo. Send us what? Send us something. And we'll try it out. Um, or send I, us a suggestion and we'll yeah, no, you don't have to it. send, send a product. A, yeah, send us a suggestion. Right. Um, I wonder if Marmite is, uh, would fit under all that. No, because it's yeast from a beer. I'm going to say no. Okay. So just because we thing, can't have alcohol. Plus, I don't want to eat that again. Jesus. Yeah. Second thing is fun fact of the day. I'm looking over at our list and I don't see anything up there. You know, fun <laughs> fact of the day. Holly forgot to do the fun fact of the day. So that is the fun fact of the day. I'm sure yeah. I have one because Heidi will send me. Heidi's actually pretty good about sending me. If she finds something cool, like a fun fact online, um, she does send me one. Matter of fact, there is a well, really one. cool one, but I it's a little one. long. I got one here. Let's hear it. Shout out to uh, Taylor, our social media guru. Yeah. Um, she posted something yesterday for us, actually. Okay. And it's uh, 49ers Fun Facts. Here oh, boom. Let's do it. Here I we just go. thought about that. Pritches Get Stitches edition. So uh, there's three little pictures. I know you haven't seen it, Holly, but here's the three, three, three pictures. Um, Niner Empire. So I don't know that Taylor's a 49ers fan. She uh-huh. is now for us anyway. That's right. She pretends. I you know would be the worst fan. if she was a Cowgirls fan. Yeah, that might be. She probably be. is. She probably She's posting all this stuff about the team that she hates. Taylor, I need to know. Are you a Cowboys fan? Um, I'm not sorry if you are because my goal now is to convert you. So it says here, Niner Empire. It says the Niner Empire was officially established in 2005 and has become a worldwide empire. I'll have to look all this up. If you make the decision to follow the greatest team of all time, you can call yourself a member of the Niner Empire. I think they're called Faithful by the, the Bay. Yeah, Faithful the by faithful. the Bay or, yeah, they call them the Faithful and Niner Nation, I think is the other thing that they call themselves too. So we'll do some Niner Empire looking that up. And then the rivalry, the rivalry of the century. The intense rivalry between the 49ers and the Cowboys during the 1980s and 1990s produced some of the most memorable moments in NFL history. The first official rivalry game was on November 20th, 1960. This day, the 49ers beat the Cowboys 26 to 14. Apparently, that's when the rivalry began. 
I mean, obviously the rivalry really began in the eighties, not even the eighties, like right. the nineties. Really? Yeah. Man, I'll tell you though, it was the worst growing up a Niners fan in cowgirls territory because of the cowgirls won and you didn't, you never heard the end of it. It was funny because on Sunday, you know, we were rooting for an Eagles loss. We weren't rooting for a Cowboys win. We were rooting for an Eagles loss. And Jared was just like, okay, the Eagles are losing. That's great. But they can't get blown out. And so they they're just, they just got blown out by the Cowboys. And he's like, all that needs to happen is the, the, the Eagles need to score more points against the Cowboys than they scored against the 49ers. Because all my friends are going to be like, oh, they only put right. up 13 against us. And, you know, they put up 19 against you guys. And I said, it doesn't matter. We just need to put up more. So have a bigger differential. So I think we did. Maybe. So that was, what was the final score for there, Cowboys? Yeah, theirs was, theirs was 33 to 13. Oh, yeah, ours, ours was 42 to 19. 42 to 19. I think we won. I think, we won. I think so. so. Anyways, um, yeah, so there's our fun fact of the day. You can find that on our social media pages, at Pritch and Moan. Um, and if you find something that you would like us to try, leave a comment on YouTube, at Pritch and Moan, or shoot us an email. Stitches at gmail.com. Um So I wanted to bring up one thing from the last, last episode. We talked about okay, when you were yep. talking about like burning calories. Mm-hmm. So I feel bad because a couple, few episodes ago, I can't remember. We talked about, I mentioned by name, our faithful listeners who we both know. And I forgot Kuzak. And Kuzak texted me. I forgot to say Kuzak. I didn't forget about Kuzak. I was just trying to, in the moment, throwing off people we knew. And she texted me the next day and was like, Bitch, I listen to your podcast faithfully every week. I was like, I know. And she even sends me like stuff about it. Like, hey, this happened or hey, here's a follow up. So she's always very involved. And it was just kind of like in the moment I forgot to mention her. So she listened. What a loser. I know. Not you, Kuzak. Me. Yeah. Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we had talked about calories and I said, I thought that you would burn more calories on an incline and you were like, yeah, but you know, blah, blah, blah. We had that whole back and forth. So this morning I got a text from her that said, listening to the podcast, you do burn more calories on the incline over time, scientifically, because you are gaining muscle mass. Muscle mass burns calories. So same heart rate flat versus incline, incline wins. I double checked with my trainer friend at school this morning. Because I was thinking you're exerting energy, right? Right. And I can understand like, hey, if I'm on an incline, obviously I'm building more muscle, but it would take me less effort on an incline to get to 139 in the sense that, it, let me take that back. It's more effort because I'm on an incline. I was going to say, right. You're on like, an incline, but uh, speed, it would take me less right. speed. So I would be walking uphill. Um, so my, my thought on this is I'm going at a slower speed, but a higher incline, I'm still at 139. Right. Uh, heartbeat, heart rate. Sorry, couldn't think of the word. So my heart rate is still 139. So whether I'm at 139 uphill um, or I'm 139 flat going faster, you're still at, like exerting the same amount of energy. That's why you're burning, I would think, burning the same calories. However, I did not take into consideration that you, you know, you are building, you know, muscle, right, as opposed to, you know. As opposed to running where you're not necessarily probably building muscle on a flat, but I just, I can do the flat, which makes it easy. 
like I did incline the other yesterday. Actually, I did incline for a little bit because I got on and my legs, my shins were kind of hurting, like little shin splint style, right. you know? So I'm like, well, let me just walk. Well, I'm not just, you know, so I have to increase my speed a little, not speed, my heart rate. So in order to do that, I put it on an incline and I was there for a little while. And then I went back to flat and, and ran, but my goal is a thousand calories on the treadmill. But you have to also remember with the incline, you can't just go like, Hey, I'm going to put it at a five and expect to do it. You have to, I mean, I literally started when I started point, instead of being zero, zero, it was 0.5. So, and then you don't realize though, how big of a difference just 0.5 incline makes until you're actually doing it. But I think we all talked, we talked that out last, yeah. last so. podcast. I just wanted to bring up that Kuzak follows up and she always sends me like little follow-up facts or things that like, she was the one when we talked about the old guy running, mm-hmm. she sent me the information about did. him. Which we never did follow up on that guy. That was like our impromptu last episode of yeah. the thing. And we, the last we know he's still alive. So going he back is. to about seven episodes ago, Yep. He is still alive. Both Heidi and Kuzak followed up. All right. So, Good. and, sh- and they said that Kuzak's friends with his, I think friends with his daughter on Facebook. And she said, she still posts stuff about it, hmm. but yeah. Oh, good. So Holly, um, you texted me yesterday and since our last episode, it's official. It is official. I got the place in Hawaii. What kind of call? I got it. I got it. Where in the world is Holly Honolulu? Oh, that's a good one. I How's like that going? one. Change your name to Honolulu. You know what? I was just about to say, I am changing my name next year and I was going to go back to Pritchard, but maybe I'll change it to Honolulu. Holly Honolulu. I mean, that's an unbelievable name. I just, I get the rights. So when you become famous, people want to pay Truth. you for your name. You owe me 10%. I'll take the Joey deal. 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 Holly yeah. Honolulu. So it's official and I will be less than one minute from Lanakai Beach and the best part of Lanakai Beach, apparently, because the landlord, the, the the landlord and her son called me. Um, they were trying to set up like a Zoom call or FaceTime. And I was like, I don't have an iPhone. And he's like, my mom doesn't have a camera on her phone or, you know, whatever <laughs> to do Zoom. So he was like, anyway, we couldn't do a face to face, you know, quote unquote virtual. But we just wanted to talk with you and kind of get a feel for you. And so we chatted and they were super, you know, super friendly. And they're like, you know, you're just going to love it here. It's a different life. All together, and he's like, he's like, yeah, Hawaii is a different life, but where we live in Kailua, he was like, that's even different than the rest of all Hawaii. And Nikki, your sister-in-law, said the same thing. Like Kailua is like a completely different place than everywhere else on the island. Well, is it more of like a um, like I don't know nothing about Hawaii. Um, so is it more like on Oahu, you're gonna have like North Shore there? Like is that where yeah, yeah. is that where all the like forests go and things yes, like that. So Whereas we're on this the opposite like, side. Okay. Yeah. So we're on the opposite side. We're about 20 minutes north east of Honolulu, according to what um, the landlord said, um, like a 20 minute drive. But he's like, it's rare that anybody from Kailua even goes into Honolulu. Right. He's like, it's just so much different. But it was funny because, you know, my landlord, he's 85 and she wants me to give her checks. And I'm like, I don't even Wait, have what? a checkbook. Oh, it, that's a poll question. Um, like the when was the last time you had a check? Like you had a checkbook and, and I'm going to put different, a checkbook and I'm going to put like, like I, I had to convince Heidi, like you don't need to balance your checkbook anymore. Like it balances online for you. Like you just log in. And yeah. um, I honestly didn't have like my last check I wrote when I was in McKinney because, you know, for church, I, you know, I pay tithing. And right. for the longest time, you could only pay with cash or check. And 
they changed it to where now you can, you know, you can pay with the bank online. And I would write a check. The only reason I had checks because it's like either I go get cash or I write a check. And I wrote that last check and I never bought, I never got checks again. Like we used to get the mailers in the mail. Remember that? You get the mailers and you're like, which check do you want? And, and I think I bought some off of that thing where I got checks sent to me and, but it had my Colleen address from, yeah. you know, when I lived on Metropolitan there. probably. Uh, no, it was the newer address, but. Oh, was it? It was, it's been, and I've been here for six years in Prosper. And before that we were in, we were in McKinney. I mean, the last time I bought checks was probably 15 years ago. I was going to say, I don't think I've had checks for like 20 years, literally. I'm not even making that up. Like as soon as they went to, you could pay stuff online. I don't. And so I'm like. Well, can we do like Zelle? Because if you do Zelle and your bank has Zelle, it's bank account to bank account. It's like faster than a check. And she's like, well, what's Zelle? And then her son is like, mom, don't worry about it. Like you're not going to be. So I thought maybe that will be my contribution because she has an extra parking spot in the garage that if she trusts you, she'll allow you to park in there because he was like, listen, it's first because I did bring that up. Like, hey, I'm eventually going to bring my car. So I'm wondering, I said, you know, it's a nicer car. It's a challenger and I don't want that parked on the street. And so I was wondering about like parking. And so he's like, and she was like, yeah, that's definitely, you know, down the road. That's something we could talk about. And he was like, listen, the thing is like, that is a direct entrance into my mom's home. And so I was like, hey, I 100%, I would never, if you guys didn't feel safe and secure with me, I 100% understand. Like, no, I'm not going to push it. But at what point do you say I'm a top secret? I told them. Classified. I did. Like, I did. Everything in my that. life depends on me not being in dummy. <laughs> I, I did end up saying that. I said, listen, because he said, I wondered about that because of your, because you, of the job, you told me that you did. I said, yeah, listen, I have like a top secret clearance and I have to go through a, a review every so many years. And my job is actually dependent on that clearance. So you're not going to find anything. I don't have any records. You know, I'm an honest person. So anyway, we, um, so I, he was like, you know, you have to get in good. And so he was like, telling me that her last tenant got in good because he was an internet guy. So whenever the internet would break, Uh, he could fix it. So that was kind of his end. So I think my end will be helping her modernize because I'm like, I'm going to have to go to a bank or I'm going to have to set it up on my bank to send a check to her. And then it doesn't, I don't know. It's just like, and so it was funny because she says, well, would it help if I gave you my ACH number? And that just made me laugh because I'm like, who even says ACH number? But I told her, I said, well, let me look at my bank and see. What is an ACH number? It's like the, it's like your bank account basically, but you used to call it an ACH number back in the day when you had to have this number to go to send from bank to bank. It was this woman's 85 and lives in Hawaii. She lives in Hawaii. She's old school, but she still has a job. She goes to work every day. She is an accountant at a law firm. She goes every day. And I thought he said she doesn't drive, but she does drive. Do they need process servers? I don't know, but I thought that'll be my end right there because I'm going to ask her. Once I get my car, I'm going to say, hey, I've got this and this, that or my little mobility scooter that goes 15 miles an hour. I'll go all over the island on that. But anyway, I just thought that'll be my thing because he was like, because I even said like, well, what about a money order? <laughs> She's like, I just prefer a check. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't even, I don't own a check. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's fine. I'll just figure something out. It'll, I said, and so I said something about like, I don't know how that works from like the bank. So what I'll do is I know that you can set it up that they will send a check in the mail. And if I say I need it there by the first, they send it so many days in advance. I said, but I'm just concerned that if I do that and it's not, you know, there by the second or the third, I get, you know, or whatever it is, you know, and 
they said, and it was funny because her son is like, that's okay. We operate here on Hawaiian, Hawaiian time. So if you tell us it's in the mail, we know that's going to be a minute. So I was like, all right. Okay. Yeah, the, ma- so, the mail sucks anymore. It sucks. Right. So it's just funny because uh, she's like wanting a check. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to have to really get in. I'm going to have to ingratiate myself with this lady getting good. But it's nice because it's a six month lease to start. So it goes until June 31st. That's what they put on the lease because her son did it. I was like, hey, so I'm just looking over the lease because we're on the phone. June I was like, there's 31st. actually only 30 days. He's like, yeah, my mom caught it. He was like, the last one ended on uh, July 31st December, December 31st. So he's like, so all I did was change the date. So um, I signed the lease and sent it back. But it's good because it's a six month lease. And that way, like, hey, if Island Life really isn't for me, I'm there until June and then I can move back. But then the thing that it says in the lease is if after the date of June 30th, the tenant and landlord agree that the tenant will stay. This lease will operate, will roll over into a lease that operates as a month to month basis. And you have to give a 30 day notice to go out. And that's what I didn't want anywhere I went. I was afraid of being trapped. Like I'm feeling trapped and I'm stuck here. So now knowing that it's a month to month and I literally can pick up and say, Hey, in 30 days, I'm done. I feel a lot better about the move. Yeah. So, and I'm just, I don't know. I'm super excited. Like Scarin and I were talking like a couple of weeks ago about, when she went up to, she always goes up to Ocean City, Maryland a couple times a year. And she was there last, let's see, she left my house, went home, was home for three days and then left for Ocean City, Maryland. And she texted me pictures like every day of like sitting on their, the house that they rent is right on the beach. And she was like, I need this to be my life every day. And this morning I texted her and I was like, girl, can you believe that's going to be my life every day? And she's like, no, I can't believe it. That's so good. yeah, I'm super excited. I mean, you already got, Ava is, you know, my preteen and has planned a trip. She has already planned a trip. She's the, she's the most entrepreneurial of my kids. Hardest working. Sorry, Lexi, if you're listening, sorry, Jared, if you're listening, Ava outworks you to make money. (laughs) JC doesn't care. He's nice. Right. Um, but he, she outworks those kids to make money. Um, and which by the way, she just picked up a new dog poop customer. So that's another, that's gonna be another, um, 40, I think 40 40 bucks a month. month Yeah. 40 bucks a month. And she told me, she texted and said she's lining up jobs. She's got new jobs lined up and she's looking for ways. So she's, she is, has this plan, has tried to convince her best friend's parents. They, they have created a slideshow on Google slides. I don't know if she told you this. They created a she slideshow that. that she could, that, that her best friend could show her parents and say why she, they should get on an airplane and fly across the world to Hawaii. And uh, the friend's dad, the friend's dad is like, like, I understand. Like, it sounds fun. But it's not normal that a parent will allow a 12-year-old to get onto a flight to fly halfway around the world for someone we don't really know. Like we, right. not that we don't trust, not that she doesn't trust us or trust you. She's she, just like, I don't right. know. I She's don't know only her. met me twice. They've, her parents, I've only met them aside from like, yes, they've seen me at volleyball the games volleyball games. Like but it's not like we've, we've, I've literally interacted with them. And they're, and they're twice. religious, they're religious and they're, right. you know, they go to church with us. And so it's like, all I know about her sister is she's excommunicated and she <laughs> likes to drink alcohol and that kind of stuff. So it's like, I understand. And we're trying to explain that to Ava. Like you got to understand, like they got to right. do what's best for their, for their And kid. I did tell that to Ava. Cause she was like, Zoe's parents aren't going to let her come and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Hey, you know what? Their job is to love and protect their child. So you should be happy that they're having yeah. reservations. But I did tell her that, you know, cause she's like, well, even if she can't come, can I still come? Cause I was like, yeah, you can come stay with me. I don't care. So she's like, well, 
I want to come for, you know, a month and blah, blah. I was like, listen, if, if you're allowed to go, we need to plan it that I said, I will be in Dallas back here in Dallas in June because I'm coming back for the Giants Rangers series that's playing in, in Rangers stadium. I said, and then I have to get, you know, also I'll have to ship my car and all of that. But I said, so if you come, then we need to plan it to where you and if your buddy can come, y'all can fly back with me. So you don't have to pay the, the right. unaccompanied minor both ways. Like you'd only have to pay it one way. But she's texting me all sorts of random. Do they have a Starbucks on the island? Do they have this? Do I'm like, girl, it's just like here. It's not like you're going. It's like, I think in her mind, we're going to some random remote third world country. That's, you know, but it's just funny because she's been planning the heck out of this with me via text message. So she's on me like that. Can I go? Because I just need to line stuff up. So I have enough money and I have things. And I told her, I said, girl, you ain't going at. 12 years old, you ain't going to Hawaii before I go to Hawaii. So here's what I did tell her. So you may get this out of her because when we were talking about it, I said, you know, I don't know if you're going to go, but I can tell you that some ways to help improve your chances of your parents saying yes are you need to be on your best behavior between now and then. No arguing with your parents. You are extra helpful volunteering to do things around the house for mom and dad. You are helping your siblings. You are not like, so hopefully at least you'll see some. So just keep telling her you're still thinking about it. And then you'll get like her best behavior, even though she's very well behaved. And yeah, well, what we told her, what we told her is like the best time to buy tickets is 90 days. Right. So let's, you can plan it out. You know, all these things, but we got to figure out when we're going to go or not when we're going to (sighs) go. When you're going to go and 90 days before that, you buy the tickets. So she's, you know, she's like, okay, well, let's, what's 90 days from today? And let's just see how much the tickets are. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So she's, she's coming at some point. She's she a is, planner. She, she is a planner. Is having this thing. Yeah. And I, told her, I said, listen, you can come, but don't expect that I'm taking you shopping and we're doing all that. I said, my whole goal while I'm there is to be on the beach. So I will be the one, you know, I'll take you surfing. I will take you sailing. We will do all sorts of sports like that. We'll be at the beach, but I'm not going to be all up in the store shop. She's like, that's all right. I'll have Aunt Nikki take me shopping. I'm like, all right, you and Aunt Nikki go shopping. But Nikki's like, I'll be on the beach with you, girl. So we'll she see. Is something else. She is funny. So well, we're going to discuss uh, next. We may have another show before because uh, you're leaving like into the month, right? I'm actually going January 1st. Oh. Um, I have an ablation in the last week of December, so I had to push it out a week, but I've been trying to like sell everything. And, you know, when you're making a big move like this, you should probably not make that decision one month before because I mean, I literally thought about it and then made this decision when I saw that place come open all within like two days. And now I'm trying to sell everything and it's crazy. So, uh, so you're selling everything. We're going to discuss the next time we talk, we'll, we'll have a post. I'm selling everything discussion regarding, uh, how that went on Facebook marketplace. Cause you're not a Facebook marketplacer. And so you are like, uh, Scott, this guy says he's gonna, he's gonna send me a check. And then I cash the check and send him the extra money. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, don't do it. Like scam. Like that's a scam. Oh, I've been, I've been so, hit up with some scams a few times and had to ask you the question. So luckily though, I knew that if you send me a check with extra and give you the back, that's a scam. But so we're going to discuss all that. Like we'll discuss your post move move because we may not you know you've got some things coming up and we've got christmas and break right. and all that stuff so we may not get on here before you're in hawaii but um in the meantime um i did want to share two things um as we close okay first thing 
is we've been sending out Christmas cards. Okay. And Val has a list and she's very strict on her list. All our family gets a Christmas card. So if you're in our family, like direct sibling or parent, you're going to get a Christmas card, whether you send us one or not, just because we're like, Hey, you know, I mean, I know there's Facebook, but people put them up on their fridge and things like that. However, if you're a friend and you haven't sent us a Christmas card, you're off the list. Like until if you, you send didn't us send one. one last year, you don't get one and you don't get one again until you send us one. Correct. Because okay. if we're the last one to send it, you're, you're off the list. Okay. So she's debating. I've had this friend forever and I'm back and forth whether she was going to send this card and she didn't know. And she, I mean, we talked about it for about three or four days. And this friend actually has now lives, you know, they grew up in San Diego together, but she now lives here in the Dallas area. And she's back and forth, back and forth and finally makes the decision. I'm taking her off the list because I did not get a card last year, but she's been my friend forever. And but I'm not going to send her one. And no joke, the day we make the decision, now it's been three or four days we're trying to make this decision. And the right. day she finally says, I'm not doing it, I go out to the, the mail and I get all the cards and all, this, you know, all the mail. And lo and behold, there's a, there's a card, a Christmas card from that friend. And uh, this manifested it out there. Like for three days, we were mulling over this. She probably right. put it in the mail as soon as Val started thinking about it. If you think, you know, go back. Right. Three days and it shows up. Um, anyway, so the other one is Heidi, uh, Heidi's been texting me. Like I, I've told you, I've been talking about this a lot lately is manifesting, putting things out in the universe and they come back. Heidi's Heidi just texted me. She said, I just asked Eleanor, who's the other girl that works in the office with us in Colleen. I just asked Eleanor to tell dad on group me to come by the office about 10 minutes ago. So I asked her to put it on there. She didn't put it on there and dad just drove up. <laughs> She's like, and he doesn't come. We need to point out yeah, that he dad doesn't, doesn't go to the, to the office. office anymore. He only goes to the office when they tell him to come into the office. So right. she said, I put it out there and he showed up and then she said, manifested. Ha ha ha. And then dad posts, it's my manifest destiny. <laughs> oh, oh, dad. I have one though. A quick one. Okay. So I have a buddy. I call him Milwaukee because that's where he lives. All right. And so we've been talking about my move to Hawaii and he didn't believe I was actually going to do it. And I did it. He was like, okay, cool. You know, we've been talking back and forth. Like, are you going to ship your car? What are you going to do? Blah, blah, blah. So I had told him like, Hey, I'm not going to ship it right away. I'm going to wait those six months to see if I want to stay. And if I decide, then I'll ship it. Well, I sent you this text. I said, last night, Milwaukee asked me if they have zip trip cars in Hawaii. And I was like, I don't even know, you know, what a zip trip car is. And he's like, it's a shared, you, you pay a fee to share a car basically. A monthly fee and you share the car with other people so he was like it's um very popular in places like la miami new york city um dallas houston so he's like i've seen them all there i've used them in there he's like but you know i've never actually seen that here in milwaukee he sends me a text the next day and says interesting i just saw a zip trip car here in hawaii in milwaukee. so there you go milwaukee. Yeah. or in milwaukee so he Texted that the night before to ask me about it. I told him I didn't know. He says, I've never seen one in Milwaukee. It's crazy. And the next day, he has one in Milwaukee. It's crazy. I'd love to hear more stories about this because I'm interested in it. You know, I've I've, uh, I've been a big believer in that. I mean, since I started kind of as an inter- entrepreneur and in business, uh, I've we've discussed the secret. We've discussed, you know, manifesting and putting things out, thinking about rich, all that stuff. And I'd be interested to, to kind of hear some of these stories and share them because, I mean, it's out there. something I believe in. It's something that that I think is is uh is real that what i put out it goes like thoughts or things they go out they're received by somebody subconsciously that is and usually it's the person that like in this case you know the, with the card like maybe she thought oh, maybe she was thinking 
you know, do I send them a card? I mean, they always right. send me one. Maybe I'll put it back on the list, you know? So anyways, um, I'd, I'd love to hear some of those stories. Email them to us or, you know, put them in the comments or whatever. If you want it to be a little, you know, not as, you know, on a comment in on YouTube, we filter all our comments. So you're welcome to right. put it in and say, hey, don't, I don't want this on the page, but you can share it. You know, we filter that. But, and around that, Holly, um, I, I just want to make an announcement as we close. Um, I've been thinking about this for a long time. And then even before we started the podcast, I've been talking about it. And one thing that's that I love and one thing, you know, that's important to me is is entrepreneurship. And and even um the stories, what I love is the stories of the entrepreneur, right? And right. not the not necessarily like not even necessarily like the success story. Like now I I, I don't I don't necessarily want to know where you're at now. I don't I mean it's important to know, hey, I make a ton of money or whatever. You right. Know, my business is success, successful. But I'd love to hear the, the story of the beginning. I love to hear the struggle and the things that you, that people went through and, right. and uh, like the beginning, like I was there for a lot of the beginning of, of a lot of my friends' stories, you know, and I saw, you know, we celebrated when we hit a milestone that really, when you look at it today, you're like, it's a good thing you're not still at that level because you'd be broke, right? Right. But at the time it was a milestone. So I have been mulling it over and thinking about it a lot and in building my own brand and in building my own, um, uh, you know, with process serving and, and kind of trying to increase my own business and, and those things I've created, I've created a brand. Um, I've worked on creating a brand anyways and in uh, more details to come, but I am going to start another podcast with, where I interview and I speak with, and we've, we've kind of discussed it a little bit on our show. And let's be honest, like it seems to me entrepreneurship and business and like, it's interesting to you, but I don't know that it's like your favorite thing in the world. You know, it's interesting. I would love to do it. It's probably not as interesting to me because like I always say, I'm not willing to be poor again. Right. And I also don't want to work that hard and you work. I mean, you may not work super hard now, but, when it you were getting your get business, there. yeah, when you were building it, you were working all the time. And I'm like, man, I have great ideas. I don't want to execute. I don't want to follow through. So yeah, it's interesting, but not, if that makes sense. So I'm going to, I'm going to, my whole goal and my premise is to interview people who are in business, who are entrepreneurs and discuss their, discuss their story. You know what I mean? Like to give other entrepreneurs who are just starting out like some, oh, hey, there is hope. Like, I don't want to discuss, you know, the big deal where, you know, you, you made you know, they, they made all their money because they sold the thing. I want to talk about what it took for them to get there to sell it. You know what I mean? Right. To give, yeah. to give an idea and to give, you know, young entrepreneurs a chance to, I don't know, find some hope and, you know, because it is tough, like building a business. I always say like, if you haven't cried on your pillow, wondering how you're going to pay your mortgage, like, like you're not going to last very long, if that makes sense. Right. Because that's the hardship you go through. That's what solidifies some of that thing, some of that stuff. So, I'm going to try, I'm going to try, try that. I'm going to, you know, uh, I, my goal is by the end of the year to have maybe my first episode out of that and to, you know, be able to, um, inspire hope, you know, because I love it. I love inspiring people. I love doing that. Like, that's the one thing I loved when I was in the financial business was the training and the inspiration and, and, you know, pushing people to be better. So that'll just mm -hmm. kind of be a little caveat to what we're already doing here. Um, and we've talked about that and put it under the, um, maybe under that same brand of the Pritches Get Stitches brand, but, but also, you know, under the, it also as a way for me to 
increase my influence and uh, be able to increase my own brand with the process serving stuff because I, you know, I feel there's a hundred ways you can build and increase your business, but I just want to, like, I feel like this is a good way to do that. So anyways. I'm just laughing over here, laughing. Cause I'm thinking about how you're like, I just want to increase my business and this. And I'm like, I just want to lay on the beach. I know. I just want to lay on the beach. Like that's <laughs> the only thing going through my mind. You're like, I want to do this and do this. And I'm like, I just want to lay on the beach. So yeah. I have to laugh because very different. You're very motivated to do that. Your kids are motivated to do that. And I'm over here thinking, I just want to lay on the beach. So I mean, let's be real though. You're, you got a pretty cush, pretty easy job. I mean, I do. I don't know that it's easy. Let, let's let's Simple. discuss this. I don't know that it's easy. I have worked very hard to get where I'm at in this job. Correct. And like we're like in the same spot. We're both at like half of the free right. chain and we are able to do, we're able to live the life we want to live. Right. But the life you want to live is very different than the life I Correct. want to live. That's it. And I think it's funny when people like, I don't know, I have to remind people that, hey, I worked really hard to get to yeah. this spot. Like, right. I worked three jobs. I was always one who had two and three jobs, putting myself, paying for my own school, going for my MBA. Like this wasn't just handed to me. And I think that's one thing I have to sometimes remind some people because. And you have to remind yourself too. Like, yeah. I mean, I did have to remind myself that like. You were going to go back to college and do things, but that's not like now is the time to just relax. And I think, you know, you've talked about it like through therapy and things like realizing. It's okay just to enjoy life. I'm okay. It's okay to just sit and do nothing because I'm just enjoying. That's what I want right. to do. And what you want to do is, is that, of course See? I, you know, I like that too, but I'm still at the, like, with yeah, the kids, I'm, like, I'm still at like having to make as much money right. as I can to support and give and them And I think life. you're in, and just you're in, what you enjoy is a, you don't even like the beach. So what you enjoy is completely sure. different than what I enjoy. So, sure. I mean, if I could find a, something though, that could make me money where I didn't have to put a lot of work and effort into it, then I would do it. You just but, have to buy, you have to buy a ready-made business. Exactly. And have somebody else run it. It's already making money with the manager. The, right. owner just, the owner just makes all the money they need to make it, but oh, that's yep. hard to come by. And I'm trying to think of something I can do. So that could be something for everybody to help me think of something. If you can think of something I can do in Hawaii, like a service or a business, that's not going to take a lot of time, but something I can do on the site over there, because listen, I'm going to have a lot of extra time over there because my hours will be the same. I'll be working the same hours as my Utah team, which means I'll be working from like 3 a.m. to 1 p.m. or 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. depending. So I'll have a lot of time during the day to do extra stuff. You could dress up as like a um, a street performer and then have people pay I mean, you. I feel like that's probably not appropriate for Kailua where I'm going to live. Maybe I could go to like Honolulu. Go to Honolulu, go to North Shore. Right. Like then, a, I gotta have to get a, then I have to get a car. Put a mermaid, but, put a mermaid tail on. and Oh, ain't nobody want to see that. Let me tell you. But so if you can think of something I could do over there. Just something unique or something that you think might make money. I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do like a business or something if I felt there was. Come up with some ideas and yeah, and then uh, throw them to you. All right, Holly. Well, let's uh, wrap it up. So, so look for that. Look for the new podcast. It's it's going to be uh, you know license plates. You know, people put a little thing on their license plate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so mine's the brand I'm building and, and what I'm working on, and and hopefully I'll have hat soon that that has it i'm going to build those myself yeah it's basically a license plate you got served ugt srvd and that's something i've i actually toyed with when i first got into business probably 2009 2010 i created the the license plate and i just never did anything with it since but i'm looking at it as, as a way to to expand and grow and so it's targeted at 
you know, other process servers, but then there's other ways and other things too. So just really looking What's at gonna be entrepreneurs in, in general, the podcast. Yeah. What are you going to call it? Uh, you got served. It's going to be just like that. Oh, okay. you got served. And then it'll be like something, how got process it. serving enhanced my life and the stories of others like mine or something like that. Yeah. Right. But, uh, oh man, that's real neat. That's real. Like a, it's a real specific. What's the word I'm looking for? Niche market. Is it so it's not going to be eh, either way. I don't know. But I, I don't feel know like anymore. if you, I'm like, what, I've heard it both ways, so I never know. But I'm curious though, if you put, if you put process serving. I mean, it's just something like that. Like it's going to be yeah. about entrepreneurship and like how this part of like this entrepreneurship, like changed my life because I was an entrepreneur, but then other stories, like pe- people like that. Got it. And I can share my story as we talk about, talk with other people and right. things like that. But it's just, you know, success podcast. I, you know, that's my deal. That's my jam. That'll be fun. You should, you could bring Greg on it with you. Greg, um, be where your feet are. Brown. Greg yeah, Brown? Absolutely. Greg and Brown. then maybe he might enjoy that a little bit more than me getting angry and yelling. I still feel like. Yeah, we, we all I, redo. I was, <laughs> you and Greg can do it and, and be on the same page. That's it. That's it. Well, Holly, good to have you. We may or may not see you before uh, before the new year. That Our next episode, it may be Holly in, uh, Holly in Hawaii. Honolulu. Holly, Holly Honolulu. Honolulu. That's it. That's what we're going to call it. We're going to be like, you know, Bridges Get Stitches with Scott and Holly Honolulu. That's your new name. I love it. With Holly Honolulu and Scott. I'm first. I thought of this. All right. Well, we will see you guys next time. Everybody, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Take care. Bye-bye. See ya. Hey, what's up, my channel? Please hit the drop. Drop a like and hit the subscribe button. Look for my first subscriber. Can't subscribe myself. Can't do that for some reason. I don't know why. Wish you could.